Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. And hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 137 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Pro Wrestling Gorillas Battle of Los Angeles 2017 because that is the year we're in. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. We're going to talk about a uh, segment on 205 Live. We're going to take some questions from Facebook. But before we do all of that, my name is John. And joining me this week, as she is every week, is the Donovan Dijak to my Keith Lee, Marianne. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for doing that as a tag team. They were so good. Yeah, uh, we get, we're gonna we'll get in the bola here in a in a minute, I guess. How have you been? It's been a while. Yeah, we didn't record last week because I was at uh, uh, where was I? <laughs> I was at Long Beach Comic Con with the. Uh, with the NOTLG How table. How did that go? It actually went very well. Um, I, I keep met, meaning to listen to Yakety Cast. I keep meaning to uh, update the iTunes feed for Yakety Cast. So fair enough all around. Um, it went very well. Uh, I talked to a lot of people, mainly on Saturday. I met some some cool people that liked wrestling. Uh, oh, do you, you saw the picture of the Young Bucks, right? The girls dressed as the Young Bucks. Yes, I did. They, I got, uh, Jaren told me about it. They made my weekend because they were these they, two these two girls who were super excited about wrestling. Another guy who had the Marty Scroll mask and the top hat, and he had the umbrella. And I had uh, Lauren. I was like, "Can you take a picture of them?" And she was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Can I get a picture of you guys?" And the girls were like, "Sure." And then they just did the pose, and I lost my mind. Like I just lost my mind. It was so cool. That's amazing. I heard, cause, yeah, because yeah, I heard that they were at. Um, I guess they went to a couple cons. Yeah, that's a really good cosplay idea because I think it's really great for a girl. Like yeah. it's really easy for a girl to do as a crossplay, as you would call it. Yes. Now, oh, okay. Is it crossplay or is I thought it would be gen? Isn't it gender bending? It's like I guess it's the same thing. I just am used to being called crossplay Jesus. <laughs> so that's like speaking of which i'm getting my new my new hair next week i'm real excited you're new i'm gonna hair. go back yeah i'm gonna go back to having like the white blonde on one side oh and i'm gonna have longer hair i'm getting new extensions the spoiler new... alert i have extensions the new nasty marianne no <laughs> we'll get we'll we'll get to that because i think we'll I, get it think i have a comment somewhere in here okay yes i do okay um no but uh it was a lot of fun i actually met and this was great i met a um a dad who was wearing an adam cole shirt and uh his daughter and we were talking about podcasting and the dad says oh she has a podcast and i was like really what's it about and she's like wrestling and i went no way and uh it's called 
I believe it's called, and if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize. I believe it's called Doing the Orton. And I oh went, Oh my God. And I went, Doing the Orton. And he was like, Yeah. And then she did the Orton. And I laughed hysterically. And I said, This is, this is the best. I don't think it's called Doing the Orton because I just looked it up. They're following me. Um, let me make sure I get this right. That's amazing. And I started. Before, while I get the name, um, they started talking about, or I started talking to them about the May Young Classic, and I was like, oh, because I mean, I'm far behind, but um, you know, I know about the wrestles apparently. And I said, like, yeah, doing the Orton. It's called doing the Orton podcast. Uh, Richard is the dad's name, and the daughter's name is a name that I don't see right now. Hannah. Her name's Hannah. So shout out to Hannah. Shout out to them. And she was super excited about the Mae Young Classic. And that just, uh, well, it warmed my heart. And I had a very good conversation with them. It was a lot of fun. So we met a a bunch of people, handed out a lot of... Did she say who she was excited for in the Mae Young Classic? Oh, Candice. Oh, for sure. So Candice and... I can't remember who else she said. And I mentioned some people, and she's like, oh, yeah, I love them, too. And I was like, yeah, this is great. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun uh, talking to her and talking to her dad and um, all the other people who wanted to talk about wrestling. Hopefully, uh, we got some new listeners. So hello, new listeners, if you are out there. And hello, <laughs> old old listeners, or just regular old listeners. What's up, Chris? Yes. Le- speaking of, uh, Marianne. You went to all three nights of the Battle of Los Angeles. Yes, I did, and I lived. You lived. Um, do you want to? Uh, how, how do we tackle this? Because I have some feelings. Okay. Do you do you have the? I'm, ca- I'm calling up um, right now. Lineup in front of you because I do not. I only have the brackets. Is a giant blur to me. There was lots of rassles, and I'm going to try my hardest not to gush endlessly about how amazing Donovan Dijak is. I have the brackets, and let me say, if if uh, one Jeffrey Cobb hadn't gone over Matt Riddle, I would have been two for three in the finals. Really? Well, yeah, because didn't I say Riddle, Lee, and who else did I you say? You said Sammy Guevara. Yeah, and Guevara, right? Guevara, yeah. Riddle, and Lee. And I would have been, but I only got one. Which is fine. I don't know. I have to go back and listen to that episode. How do you want me to do this? Because I only have the brackets. If you have the brackets, do you have like the first? Do you have like the limit, like the lineup for like the first day? No, I just have first round, quarterfinals, semifinals. Okay, so well, the first round. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't have the first day. Shit, I can't remember. Well, I know the opening match was Horace versus Phoenix, I believe. Ray Horace versus Ray Phoenix, yes. The Battle of the Rays. That was a match that, and ended in a submission, apparently. Yes, it did. Um, it was that weekend was just so much fun. Like I rented a car and I went down and I stayed at the same hotel as the wrestlers again with Max. Shout out to Max. Shout out to who Max. Who we put together a Maxi and Bish playlist on Spotify just so we could listen to the, all of our music on the way over and back from the hotel. And it was amazing. <laughs> there was some turquoise Jeep on there. And it was just so much fun. Like this weekend was just Max. Max and oh man. Max is the best. Um, he says there needs to be more Max shout outs. Well, I didn't know uh, Max listened. If Max had uh, told me he listened, I would shout Max him out the all the time. 
because I love he Max. Is, he when we checked into the hotel, there was questions that was like, "Do you have any disabilities or do you have any pets with you?" And he looked at me and he's like, "Do I have any pets?" And I was like, "Well, I might be considered a disability." And I lost the hotel key within the first thirty minutes we were there. And he was like, "Should have checked yes for pets." <laughs> oh man, yeah, you should have, Max. It was it was bad. It was just all bad. But um, it was so much fun. I guess uh, he had front row the first night, so. Um, we got there a little bit later in the day because I did not want to wait there too late. And also there was a fire, so it was raining ash everywhere. Yeah, my goodness. It was horrible. Um, It was still, like, super hot, but it was muggy. So it was, like, terrible. Yeah. But um, we got there later, and he saved a seat behind him for me, you know? And so yes. I think I sat next to um Ruby. Do you know Ruby? I don't believe I do, no. She was the she I first met her at Fanime 2 years ago when I was cosplayed as Seth Rollins, and then I met her again at a PWG show and I was like, "Holy shit." And so she was at Bola all three nights. Nice. And uh she brought her friend Sammy who has like bright blue hair. You can see us on Instagram together and I think I sat next to between Sammy and Skits the first night. Cool. And so it was just, it was amazing. And it was chosen, I think, my favorite match. Well, I screamed a lot for Flash Morgan Webster. Yes. How was the, uh, I mean, they've they've faced each other before, so not surprising. Okay. Flash Morgan Webster and Marty Scroll. Here's the thing. When it, before it started, I went into the bathroom to make sure my face wasn't melted off. And I came back out. And it's just a, kind of like a side note. And I saw Walter and he was wearing a Germany jersey and I lost my fucking mind. Did you? <laughs> I was going to I was going to go for Morgan Webster because he was on the like on the corner. But Walter was like on the one side. And I was like, oh, my God, he's wearing a Germany jersey. So I beeline straight fucking for him immediately. And I was like. Your jersey is amazing, and I need to show you something. And I showed him my tattoo and my keychain, my nice. Ozil keychain that you gave to me. Yes. And he was like, why do you have those? And I was like, because I'm, like, such a huge Germany fan. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I'm so excited to see that somebody's wearing a Germany jersey. And Sammy is huge into soccer, too. And she was like, he's what? And he was the person she was most excited to see. Walter, yes. Um, yes. He what was a wrestler. over as fuck. Good. Did he come out yeah. to the? Um, I he came don't... out looking so SS officer. Yes. It was ridiculous. Okay, so he came out to the song he usually comes out to. I can't remember what it was it's called, but amazing, yeah. and I lost my mind. But um, Flash Morgan Webster was so freaking cool. Um, he <laughs> technically, if you were there, he won the match in less than ten seconds. Oh, um, did somebody fuck up a? Because Marty Scroll, no, no, no. Marty Scroll was being an asshole and was like, "You're just like everyone here." like a waste of space and I'll give you to the count of three to get out of my ring. And he's facing flash Morgan Webster. And I turned to Sammy and I was like, he's going to headbutt him. I can tell you this right now. And he fucking headbutted him, knocked him out. Oh, wow. One, two, three. And because the ring awareness wasn't good, he got his leg accidentally on the rope. Accidentally, uh, I use in air quotes. But I ended up talking to Marty the next day, and this is inside scoop on this because I was staying oh, at the same hotel as the wrestlers. Um, Max and I we went into Denny's, and Ricochet was sitting on the on the bench waiting to be seated, and he was by himself. But our name got called first, and I was like, Trevor, spoiler alert, his real name. I was like, Do you want to come sit with us so you don't have to wait? And he's like, Sure, because he and I know each other. Yeah. Uh, he saw me. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" When he saw me waiting to trek in, I was like, uh-huh. "I'm staying here, you asshat!" Like I was last year. <laughs> but um, he came and sat with us, and 
Marty came over because I guess Trevor had texted him and Marty came and sat next to me and we all just sat and talked and it was really fucking awesome. And he had said that he would have gladly lost to Morgan Webster exactly like that. That would have been that would have been amazing. That would have He was uh... like, yeah, he was like, I would have gladly lost like that. I would have done that for him. And he was like, but of course people are going to be like, we paid money to see this match, you know, and that makes sense. But he was like, I would have gladly taken the loss to a vicious headbutt like that. I yeah. was like, I would have lost my mind. I screamed and screamed and screamed. It was incredible. It was such a vicious headbutt. It was insane. <laughs> but Marty ends up beating him. I think via tap out. Yeah. Crossface chicken wing. Yeah. Um, it was an, it was an amazing match. It was very good. Um, I, I honestly can't re- because everything is such a blur. I can't remember what, what nights and things, certain things happened on. And these are just like the highlights of my weekend. I finally got to meet flash Morgan Webster. He and I, um, follow each other on Instagram and he's a huge Harry Potter fan. He's a Slytherin and he knows who I am. And I came up and I was like, I get to meet you in person. I'm so excited. And we took a picture and he picked me up around my waist and he plopped me up next to him on top of the, the ring apron. Cause it was too tall for me <laughs> to get on. And so he picked me up and he plopped me up there. And Sammy was like, that was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> it was amazing. And then I got to meet Travis Banks and I took a picture with him and I was dressed like Chris Brooks and it was so cool. And everybody was so nice. Um, and I guess the second night, oh, I can't remember what night Joey Janela wrestled. I think he wrestled this. It might be the second night. I'm not sure. I just have that. He wrestled that match Guevara. Was fucking bonkers. Him and Guevara. It was bonkers. Nice. He, he could not, he couldn't not go CZW. <laughs> like he couldn't not bring a weapon. There was some crazy chair shots. I will say that. Ooh. Um, but my night two Walter and Keith Lee. I lost my mind. Now, I was so excited. I was just shouting German shit at Walter. I, if I remember correctly, when this match was announced, I believe I said, "Well, I guess they really don't want that ring to stay put." It was fine. Didn't there was another break? match that almost destroyed it. I feel like I saw a picture where the it was either after the show, the ring, like the metal, was broken. Oh no, that happened later during the. 10 man there was one where it made a really really scary noise that might have been the final match where it was like somebody ran against the ropes and it just went and it, like you couldn't see anything broken but you could hear that something broke probably yeah. underneath yeah it was scary it looked real bad i'll just tell was, you that much it wasn't even that match though that match though it, i think the most touching part of it was walter came out and i was losing my fucking mind like going insane mm-hmm. well I should say night one, going back to that, Keith Lee teamed up with Donovan Dijak to go against the Chosen Bros. Yeah. That was my favorite match of the night because it was so funny and it was, but it was really good wrestling. It was amazing. They worked so well together. All like those two tag teams, they both tagged so well together and they were the Monstars and they came out and they were wearing jerseys that said yeah, Monstars. I saw those. It was so cool. And they wrestled so amazing together and they're both so incredibly strong. And it was, it was, it was incredible. I was like, Donovan Dijak is like my, my, oh my God. He easily is up there. Top five favorite wrestlers like ever after seeing him this weekend. It was absolutely insane. He's incredible. Um, night two, um, Walter wrestled Keith Lee and it was bonkers insane. Um, 
when they first came out, you know how everybody's chanting Keith Lee, that yes, kind of thing. Yes. People started saying, Oh, bask in his glory instead of the Zach <laughs> Jr. chant, which makes so much more sense. But people were chanting Walter, Keith Lee, Walter forever. That's great. Just as loud. And we only stopped when Keith Lee told us to. That's how much we were chanting because the ring announcer kept trying to interrupt us. And he was like, no, let them keep going. And he was like conducting all of us as we were chanting for the both of them. And then he was like, okay, quiet down. And then we all quieted down because we were going on like so long for minutes and minutes and minutes. That's how hyped up everybody was. <laughs> That's that great. Match. I've never seen that happen at any PWG show where we're chanting that long, so excited for one match. It was amazing. And I was so happy for Walter. I was so happy. But um I can't remember who Donovan Dijak wrestled in the singles. In his he wrestled uh Trevor Lee. Oh yeah, and it kicked his ass. Um yes. he's a gigantic dude. Donovan oh, yeah. Dijak is six foot seven. Yeah. He's huge. He is very, 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 very tall, extremely strong. He looks like he should be playing any other sport except sports entertainment. <laughs> like, he's so – oh, God. He's really nice, too. Um, The third night, like, he wrestled Keith Lee, and it was the match of the weekend. Like, there was so many near falls and so many insane things because him and Keith Lee are both the same in the fact that they're very, as I've said before, deceptively aerodynamic. Yes. He can do crazy, like, standing moonsault, insane, like, senton flip things just standing. He's he's so agile. He's amazing. And that match there was so many near falls where you kept thinking it was going to end and they would kick out and everybody was losing their mind and the match was like there was I lost count of how many kickouts there were. It was insane. Damn. It was so it was so stressful and so incredible to watch. Like I cannot wait for everyone to see it on DVD. I can't wait. It was so good. In 5 um, months. What? I said you said I can't wait for everyone to see it on DVD and I said in 5 months. I'm so hyped from that that I I texted um my friend uh Josh Josh is the best. Um you've met him I think. He I was like I'm going to try and not gush about Donovan Dijak for like 10 minutes straight and he was like go ahead he deserves it just gush and I was like <laughs> honestly I can't even remember anything else because that match was that that was so amazing. The 10 man tag obviously was so good obviously cuz it was um Joey Janela, Morgan Webster, and that was just enough for me to lose my mind. <laughs> the two of them together. It was Flamita. Oh, that match was really good. Flamita was really, really, really fucking good. Yeah, he is looked like a Hot good. Wheels car. Yes. I was like, oh, you look like a Hot Wheels car. I am a fan. Um, with like the camo and the flames. It was very odd. Um, but it was Morgan Webster, Flamita, Joey Janela, um, and I believe somebody else. I can't remember the other person. And then it was Walter, Trevor Lee, Brian Cage, and Sammy Guevara, I think. Nice. And, oh, no, they because it ended up being so it was five on four. And Trevor Lee was just being the campy, hammy-ass Trevor Lee, who thinks my name is Meredith, by the way. (laughs) Um, Okay. Remind me to tell that story later. It's a very funny story. Um, But um, he's like, we're going to beat you because there's five of us and only four of you. And some obvious asshole started going, Chucky T, Chucky T. And it looks over and Dustin does that really weird, like, like kind of spastic prairie dog thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Where he'll, he'll like look really fast from side to side. 
Oh, I'm yes. just obsessed okay. with him. So of course I know all of his mannerisms uh-huh. where he was just like, okay. And he stood up and he was like, okay, fine. I gotta get dressed though. And so he runs to the back cause he's wearing like a, t- he's wearing like a tank top and flip flops and everything. And he runs to the back and I turned to my, I turned to, I can't remember who I was sitting next to. I think it was Annie. And I was like, watch, he's going to come out ready after the match is over. Oh my God. Did he really? <laughs> no, I thought he was going to, but he didn't. I talked to him afterwards and he was like, you know, that would have been really funny. I wish I would have done that instead. That would have been hilarious. He comes out ready and the match is over. Yeah. He well what happened was he came out and then he forgot his wrist tape and he was like, Oh shit, you guys have forgotten my wrist tape and everyone's like, Safety first, safety first And he oh ran God. to the back and took forever and he came out and then of course he like cleaned house and was doing really, really well. Like actually wrestling. Shocker. Of course he was in the comedy match though. That match was actually very, very good. It was really good. And um, they ended up getting the win. Obviously, Chuck Taylor did an awful waffle, and I screamed my head off. But I had already completely lost my voice from screaming over the fact that Flash Morgan Webster and Joey Janela and Chuck Taylor were all on the same team. (laughs) I was like, no! And I had lost my voice from fucking Donovan Dijak. Sorry, I burped. I am so excited about Donovan Dijak. He was so good. (laughs) All right, I have have a question. I have a question. I have a question. question. Yes. I need to know um, how the elite versus Pentagon and Ray Phoenix and uh, Flamita went. Oh, I forgot about that. See, that's how much Donovan Dijak overshadowed everything. (laughs) First of all, Kenny Omega did a really amazing speech afterwards. Um, He is a great public speaker. Huh? He is a great public speaker. He was incredible. He was like, as long as you guys keep wanting us we'll still be here to perform for you, you know? And it was just amazing. But the match itself, I personally consider Pentagon and Phoenix to be boring as fuck. Whoa. I do not like them. Um, their matches, honestly, there was like, I, they almost put me to sleep like twice. Um, heavy shots. Heavy shots. And they're also the most disappointing tag team of all time. Okay, that's I I disagree with that. No, I think that they're disappointing because they're never there together and they're never there to fucking defend. Oh my it. god, they're the tag team champions. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, and now my point is right, correct? Yeah, fine. Okay, yeah. They're the tag team champions, and only one of them during their singles match came out with a belt. How much does that show? You know what, though? Honestly, they do care because they're trying to get PWG to get new tag team belts. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, we lost the other one. Maybe. Wow, Um, smart move by the Luchadors. Yeah, Lord knows they don't have the money. Yeah, right. right. Um, They... That match was actually, it was very good, obviously. Young Bucks never disappoint. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, like, too fucking hyped for it because everybody else was so hyped for it. You know how I am. I'm like, but I am late tired. Um, It it was really good. Kenny Omega was incredible, um, as always. But Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson are just so good. Yeah. It was ridiculous. They're so they're so good. Um, I think the match. I didn't want the match to be won on Flamita, but it was. I was kind of bummed about that because Flamita was so fucking good. Yeah, he's amazing. Did Omega I pin him? To see more. What? Did Omega pin him? I think so. Yes. One wing angel. I don't believe so, actually. Huh? Because I don't think people lost their shit as much as they would have if he did. True. Um, but he he's injured now, isn't he? Yeah, he's hurt and uh. Tama Tonga's little brother, who apparently is taller than him, and and Mini Tonga. Can we call him Mini Tonga? I can't remember. I think his name's Tonga Lee or Low. I'm not sure, but this dude is huge. 
He's gigantic. Mini-tonga. Um, so like a mini Tonka truck. Yes. So let's talk about these finals, Marianne. We had uh, Ricochet taking on Jeff Cobb, taking on Keith Lee, and um. Let me just say, Jeff Cobb bled every night. Oh my god, he the, really? He was the only person who bled. There was a point where I seriously thought that Donovan Dijak was going to bleed because he got hit real hard in the nose. Yeah. But Jeff Cobb bled every night. Jesus. From his nose. Ugh. And I think, wait, who is it? Somebody's mouth, they were bleeding in their mouth, and I can't remember who it was. But um, for sure, uh, oh yeah, Travis Banks beat Marty Skrull. Yes. Not to mention that. That was really exciting. Um, the the thing that Travis Banks' first match. Him versus Justin Mark Haskins. Fucked up. Justin fucked up. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Travis was pissed. I talked about it. I talked about it with him later. I didn't know what happened. Nobody did, but Dan Barry told me. I guess they had planned the match out and everything, and they had told Justin exactly what they were going to do, and Justin fucked up. Oh, Justin. He didn't do, he didn't do the... He, it was supposed to be a two count, but he did a three count. Dope. Jesus. And they didn't ring the bell. And he was like, ring the bell. And like, we were like, what the hell just happened? And Justin fucked up. And Travis was so pissed because it like ruined the match. Yeah. Like everybody was like, what the hell just happened? And the the mood just kind of deflated after that. And Justin also had Kim Jong-un haircut. (laughs) <laughs> he, like the first night he had like evil Disney villain, like scruffy, weird peach fuzz beard. And then he shaved it because um, I talked mad shit on the Internet. And Lord knows everybody cares what I have to say. And <laughs> mad shit. And then the next night he looked like Kim Jong-un and Lori. I was sitting near Lori and she's like, Kim Jong Justin. Oh, my God. He looked just like him. It was so creepy. But the finals Ricochet's matches throughout the whole weekend were really good. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's Ricochet. He has sweet gear. He has his his new maroon gear that like the sides look almost kind of like tarot cards. Ooh, They're, that's it's interesting. So cool. I saw him. I saw him, and I was like, "Dude, your new gear is so fucking sick. I cannot get over it. It's so good. Like, it's amazing. I can't even. You'll, you'll see. It's just his new his new gear is amazing. Um, but it was Jeff Cobb obviously bled again. Keith Lee. There was a point in the match with Ricochet where they were literally tossing him back and forth. Across the ring, and they just kept doing it. And what one of the things I really like about Ricochet is he's got the the same kind of um, in ring personality almost as the Young Bucks, but a little bit toned down. Where he'll yell "Oh shit!" as he's being thrown across the ring, (laughs) or he'll be like in the middle of a match and just scream, "It's really fucking hot in here, you guys!" Oh my god, he's very funny. He's super funny, but um. He was literally being tossed back and forth because they were going to do a test of strength, but he's all tiny and the other guys are so big. (laughs) So he like couldn't do it. It was comical. It was actually it was a very good match. And he ended up I did not think he was going to win. And I remember turning to Annie because it was Annie's birthday the next day. And I was like, dude, how much of a shitty thing would it be if Ricochet won on your birthday? And she was like, he did last time he won pole. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, and spoiler, he did it again. Yeah, spoiler, he won again. I did not think he was going to win. I really thought that Jeff Cobb was going to win. Uh, I really did. Yeah, I mean, if if you look at I cannot believe Ricochet won. I cannot either, but um, what did I say to you? Should we just read what I said on air when, I, uh, when you texted John me? John said, and I quote, wow, you'll have to cut this awkward air out. Um, Here we go. I got, I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ricochet won again. Annie is so mad. 
and I said, so glad I didn't waste money to see a guy who has already made win a tournament he didn't need to win. Fucking quote me on that. And I did. (laughs) And I also said, what a fucking waste. Now, the other thing uh, about this, too, is um, now that I think about it a little more, that was my first reaction. And I believe he was playing heel the entire time, right? Yeah, he was playing heel for... Most of it, except for when he tagged with Matt Seidel. But he's he's so funny that you couldn't really heal against him. So I guess the rumor right now is this is PWG's way of se- giving him a send-off um, because he might be NXT bound. Which... He was his, his acceptance speech was mean as fuck. I was so pissed. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, I mean, uh, I don't like this... Um... I mean, Marty won last year and then challenged and lost. And I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen this year, too, is Ricochet is going to challenge Chuck Taylor and he's going to lose. Chuck Taylor, you just made the list, babe, babe, babe. So (laughs) I'm pretty sure that this is Ricochet's send off. But at the same time, I don't I just I mean, come on. He's he's already made. I get I get it. He's he's been around for a while. It's just I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know. I just think it's funny because they've come back around circle again. They trained together growing up. Yeah. And he said that kind of in his speech where he was like, I've already won once, you know, and he was like in hell. I don't even think Chucky e. T's ever even made it to the fucking finals. And I was like, uh. hey. You ass! I was like so mad, and then he called Chuck Taylor, and Chuck Taylor had the belt over his shoulder, and he was like, you "No, know, he had said beforehand, he was like, and I'm going to challenge you for that belt, and I'm going to take that belt off your skinny fat boy little waist." <laughs> well, and I stood up and I screamed, "You're an asshole, Trevor!" <laughs> it was so mean because I'm standing there, and I turned to Annie, and I was like, "Annie, you know Dustin took that to heart. You know he did because he'll joke about it, but really, he's super self conscious." And I went up to Trevor afterwards and I was like, you know, he actually got you hurt his feelings. And he was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's my payback for how shitty he treated me when we were growing up. <laughs> so we, we will eventually get Ricochet, Chuck Taylor. I think that'll be a great match. For the millionth time. I, I mean, yeah, but it'll be a great match. And um, because they've worked together so much, it's like Pete Dunn, Mark Andrews. Yeah. So we'll. We'll see. Um, I, I still feel like Bola should be used as a platform to make a wrestler, not whatever the hell this was. But but honestly, I'm looking at it. Let's see. I'm looking at all the past winners. Who's the last guy they made? Maybe Kyle O'Reilly? Maybe Adam Cole? I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. I feel like you had it. It was right there. Jeff Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb was probably the guy. He's like on yeah, the cusp. Yeah, and he's um got he's just winning things all over the place. Yeah. But at the end he had said, "You know what, Dustin? He was like, you've always come just short and I have surpassed you and I'm going to surpass you again when I take that belt from you." And he put the straight up reached his tiny little arms up and put the trophy on Dustin's head and then like grabbed it and then walked away. And <laughs> Dustin was like, "Meh." <laughs> like and he got in the ring and he was like, okay, despite that little dramatic act, this night is not for me. It's not for Ricochet. It's for all of you. And it's for the two guys in the ring right now who worked really hard. So give them a round of applause and what a way to, and he was basically nice Chuck Taylor. And it was a very strange turnaround. <laughs> um, so there you he, have it. Bola. Yeah. 
Bola, I will say, though, I'm really excited to see um, Chuck Taylor and Ricochet. And I remember talking to Ricochet and Chuck Taylor at one point and them saying that they really want to do um, a compilation like best of DVD where they just do commentary on all of their old matches against each other. That'd be great. It would be fucking hysterical. Like I would die. And they already did do commentary. It was Trevor Lee and Dan Barry and Chuck Taylor doing commentary on the best friends match. And they put that up on high spots and it was hysterical. So, but yeah, Bola was tons of fun. Um, I got to see fucking Donovan Dijak get off the bus with Rith Ricochet. They came in the same shuttle bus and he got off the bus and I was like, holy shit. And my first thought was this asshole's wearing his own shirt. And then he walked in and he's wearing like all red has to be his favorite color. And then he goes and he straight up walks to Carl's Jr. He like wanders off and goes to Carl's Jr. and comes back with Carl's Jr. And I was like, Max, Donovan Dijak digs his Carl's Jr. <laughs> that was like our joke the whole weekend. It's a great place. Yeah, it was so much fucking fun. I got to hang out with so many amazing people that I hardly ever get to see. And it was just great and took a lot of really great pictures. If you haven't seen those, Instagram has all of them. I posted some of them on Twitter. Perfect. TK Cooper was there too. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, TK made the trip. Good for him. He was fucking, he's so funny. I was like, well, oh, here's my favorite. Okay, this is my favorite story. Sorry. And then we can go on to Raw. Yeah, we um, got to. But when I was leaving at the end of the night, I was like, I went up to Flash Morgan Webster and I was like, hey, I was like, I'm so glad I got to meet you. And I was like, I'm heading out. Um, I want to give you a hug goodbye. And he was like, yes. He was like, I'm so glad I got to meet you too and stuff like that because we talk. You know, and then when you finally get to meet somebody and it's fucking amazing and they're exactly how you thought they were. He's such a fucking nice guy. Um, he takes great pictures. And I was like, I got to say bye to you. I was like, I have to hug you but goodbye because I'm leaving right now. And I hug him and Travis Banks was like, you're leaving? Can I have a hug goodbye too? And I was like, yes. And I lost my mind because <laughs> I love Travis Banks. He's like, you're leaving. Can I have a goodbye hug as well? <laughs> I was. Oh, man. I had like a heart attack i i was freaking out i love travis Banks so much he's such a funny motherfucker but yeah check out those pictures if you haven't seen them there's some great pictures with travis banks and dan barry and all them but yeah monday night raw let's talk about that monday night raw yeah i you know what marianne i'll just let you in on a little secret i was going to give you 20 minutes to talk about bola and here we are 38 minutes later i'm looking at the clock and it says 45 minutes i'm so sorry that's fine here we are. It's, I told you it would be different if I had the lineup in front of me. Right. Monday Night Raw. So obviously we skipped last week, but um, let's just go back for a second and say, oh, my lordy, John Cena called Roman Reigns a guy. Just a guy. Roman Reigns. My goodness. That was from last week. Now let's talk about this week. John Cena versus Jason Jordan, and he's got a new new song. Um, it was all right. I guess I he's actually, still boring as hell. He, he didn't look half bad in the match, but he's boring as fuck. Oh no, the match was uh, very good. I liked it yeah. a lot. I actually, um, the three there's three matches on here that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I, this was one of them. Uh, yeah, I mean Jason Jordan looked good in the match, but he still just yeah he looked great. Cena made him look great. Yes, he did. John Cena, my goodness. Uh, so Cena wins. Roman comes out and he calls Jason Jordan a rookie. My goodness. Woof. Um, I also laughed at John Cena. <laughs> Apparently, I laugh at dick jokes is what we're just we're getting at here. 
uh, did you get, did you wear, uh, he's like, oh, your fly's down. He's like, I actually, I busted it, actually. <laughs> big dog. And he says, big dog. And I was like, god damn, is this the fucking Attitude Era? What's happening right now? I love John Cena. Also, speaking of John Cena and our love for him, he put over The Miz, which was great. Because The Miz deserves it. Yeah. And uh, basically, you know, that's a match that's going to happen. We also had The Miz taking on Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship. And this was a fun match, too. Wait, did you skip the, the Heath Rhino and Shane Zaro? Um, which Raw did you watch? Because I watched the Hulu one. Oh, yeah, then that's the actual Raw. I took notes on that. Just kidding. I took notes on all of it. Basically, what happened was it was uh, Heath and Rhino versus Cesaro and Sheamus. So they're on Raw now. Seth and Dean on commentary. So there are... Oh, oh my God. I wish that was on on the Hulu, but apparently it's not. Honestly, the fact that... Like, I think the match was pointless. Like, why would you... Just reading about it, why would you do a match like that trying to strengthen them? Or whatever, like to making them squash them right. to try and strengthen them. When the fact that they're, it's just that rematch, just the names on that card in that rematch by themselves are enough to carry it. You don't need to do anything. It was pointless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah. So, but yeah, Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. I miss one week and this shit happens. When did Jeff Hardy get that chance? Oh, it was last week. He had, yeah, there I know. was a battle royal. And yeah, uh, it was a fun match. You know, Miz gets the win. I, uh, you know, good match. But, I love Nero, but um, all hail Miz always. Yes. I feel like the IC title is his hor- his Horcrooks. Dare I say <laughs> Miz Crooks. Whoa, Miz Crooks. <laughs> At this point in his career, I might not even be wrong about that. No. <laughs> Miz has Horcruxes. Uh, we had a Nia Jax angle segment, which was interrupted by Emma. You just made the list. And uh, we made a tag team match, Playa. Uh, Nia Jax and Emma, they're going to take on Alexa Bliss. You just made the list! And Sasha Banks, and if they win, they get put in the match at no mercy in a fatal four-way because, you know, why Why would anyone want to watch a singles match between two people? Excellent. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and the <laughs> I have a note here that just says, and Finn Balor continues to flounder. This is so boring. Because he only has one Finn. He only has one Finn. And it is uh, dedicated to Bray Wyatt, apparently. He flounders. It's it's just so bad. I just don't care. I don't care either. Like, it's just um, such a waste. They need to move one one of them to SmackDown. One of them they needs to just, not be. Just Bray just needs to disappear. Yeah. Uh, so we had that tag team match, Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. And Sasha Banks taking on Nia Jax and Emma. You just made the list. There's a whole bunch of stuff right there. Uh, how terrible is this new Emma song? Pretty fucking bad. I hate it. It's real is not it? good. Yeah, I know. Her other one was just so obvious. And so, like, just you remember it. Yes, you know? this is just good. Who did, who did they get to make all these new songs? They're fucking trash. I don't know. It's the MIDI sound library. I'm telling you, it's like all garage band <laughs> shit. Maybe. I don't know. But um, Emma Emma steals the win. She's yes. back to her klepto her klepto ways. <laughs> Stealing a win and an iPad case from Nia Jax. <laughs> and uh Nia and Emma are in the fatal four way, so uh, sure. All right. I don't I don't know what we're trying to do here. We're basically Women's gonna have a mess right I'm now. gonna tell you right now, Nia's not gonna win that match and somebody will 
I bet Alexa will pin Emma if we're just, I don't know. Because they're just. I don't fucking know. They're like, we don't want to put the belt on Nia yet, but we don't want anyone else to win it. So I have no idea. Uh, can we please talk about the lead up to the main event with the crew reinforcing the ring? I got very excited for that. Yeah, well, if you think about who's in it. Yes. And then, um, in a uh, a weird turn of events, we found out that referees have names, guys. Wow. John Cone. I can't believe it. Remember when we used to announce who the referee for the contest was? I do. I do when I go to PWG and everybody boos Justin. <laughs> I just wish they would uh, let the referees at least just have names. It's fine. You can say their name. It's not going to ruin anything for anybody. Everybody's going to be shouting Drake Younger. Probably. Yes. So the main event was a cage match. Are and we I, not going to talk about Dean and Seth versus the club? I don't have. We didn't have that match on the thing. Oh, and that's so upsetting. Shame Zaro at ringside. Of course they were distractions. Cesaro's a babe. Um, there's not enough. You just list. made the list. God, I fucking love Cesaro. Um, Dean does obviously. It's like a very characteristic match. Yeah. Of the two of them, Dean does a suicide dive, and it makes me nervous because he's a real long boy, and I'm always scared he won't make it. like clips the top rope and does one of those shitty um like where your leg gets snapped backwards like chuck taylor and yeah uh, trent beretta um but yeah main event holy fucking shit make big paul look big strong be your own big show how great i like really liked that match i thought it was a lot of fun i love that the callback to the big show uh using an elbow drop as his finish Dude, I thought I was done with Haas fights after Bola, but no, apparently not. No, you're never done with a Haas fight. The Haas fight continues for days and days. But uh, yeah, this match was it was fun. Braun, Braun gets the win, and then he throws Big Show through the cage. Good stuff. I enjoyed it. Sorry, I was I have the hiccups. Yeah, um, I was like, what but, just happened? Yeah, I'm dying. Um, oh, no. Yeah, that match was really fucking good. And usually I'm like, a oh, main event cage match. Why do they do this exactly. shit now and not wait and do it later? Yeah. Especially with, remember remember when, if Big Show was going to be involved, we'd be like, hmm, you know, and then new new skinny Big, big Paul. <laughs> I loved it. It was fun. And you know what? I think, because he shaved. So I think someone, I, I bet you Vince was like, you need to shave so you don't look like Braun. Yeah, that's why I think Seth needs to get his hair blonde again so he doesn't look like mini, like, ratty, whiny Roman. <laughs> Which is what he looks like but now. But he's good now, so he can't be evil with the streak. He wasn't evil before when he was in the shield. Um... The streak needs to come back. It needs to be like when fucking Rogue got that white streak in her hair, but it only happens when he pairs with Dean. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, Make it a thing. Let's make it a thing. SmackDown Live was a thing, and we opened the show with uh, Carmella and James Ellsworth. We need to talk about how Corey Graves is on, on Yes, SmackDown. also, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, JBL is gone. Um, and he I gone. found myself singing, reunited, and it feels so good. For, for 
Tom and Corey. Oh my god. Because you could tell they have so much fun together. I was so excited. Oh my god. Yeah. This is basically the NXT. Isn't this the NXT? uh, Wasn't Byron part of the NXT? I have no idea, but I'm so happy. I love the three of them. I I think all three of them work really well together. Yeah, that's a great. Corey is fucking amazing. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, the more Corey, the better, honestly. And that might be the episode title. <laughs> the more Corey, the better. Yep, that's what's happening. Um, yeah, so they introduced Corey Graves. He's going to be on SmackDown Live as well as Raw, as well as every other goddamn show WWE has. Don't kill him with travel stuff. We need Corey to be on top of his Coreyness. <laughs> So we open the show with Carmella and James Ellsworth in the ring, and uh, Kevin Owens comes out and says, it's your lucky day. I'm the special guest referee. And he tries to take the referee's shirt from him, and he won't take it. And out comes Dad Shane. And then there is a Dad Shane, Dad Owens have a dad showdown. Yes, there was a dad uh, at the... I can't even think of a... I'm going to try an okay corral, but with Dad. I couldn't figure it out. So Dad Shane says, hey, uh, you got to stop this. We can't. You can't do this. And Kevin Owens says, yeah, well, you should have died in that helicopter crash. Dude, Shane always has this look on his face like, oh, for fuck's sake, are you done? I have shit to do. Like, mow the lawn before it gets hot outside. <laughs> so, uh, the gist of it is, Kevin Owens said, uh, Shane McMahon should have, would have been, we all would have been better off if Shane McMahon died in that helicopter crash. And uh, Shane lost his mind and started beating the holy hell out of Kevin Yo, Owens. Yo, this is a soap opera of dads. <laughs> yes, oh yes. Then we have Daniel Bryan came out Daniel. and nailed it. Daniel Bryan came out and he said, Shane, enough is enough and it's time for a change. Rest in peace, Owen Hart. And yeah, we get a backstage segment after everything settles down with Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. And he's being a drama dad. And Kevin Owens is going to sue everybody. Drama dad. I'm telling you, soap opera of dads. My goodness. So uh, we had Carmella versus Natalia. And um, I love Carmella. Her styling is everything. Carmella's great. And Natalia, um, not so much. That's all I have to say, except fuck. Ouch. That Ellsworth burn. Oh, poor James Ellsworth. Let's talk about the new nasty Dolph Ziggler. I feel like mentioning more about James Ellsworth. He got dumped by Carmella. Yeah, his, but his but, friendship is dumped. No, but they're back together. He, she kissed him and then slapped the hell out of him, and now they're fine, right? Wait, what? Did you not see that part? No. I think he apologized, and he then did, she said, and "She was like, gonna... yeah, I know you're sorry, but we're fucking done." Oh, I thought she said, "We're gonna do things. My... I'm gonna do things my way from now on." And she then... said, "I don't need you." Oh. Was that in the ring? Yeah. What? Oh, so you did not see the um, backstage After. segment. Ugh, who cares? <laughs> also, who cares? Dolph Ziggler is underwhelming. Notice D- I called him Ziggler. <laughs> he should just change his name to Dolph Ziggler and everything will be okay. So Dolph comes out and he, he has the same music and he's like, oh, you guys don't want this? Well, how about this? I laughed at the John Cena thing. He's like, it's a towel. Buy it and throws it into the crowd. <laughs> He's a funny guy. It's he is. It's a shame. 
So then he did the Macho Man, and then he did Naomi, and he basically said, I hate all of you, and I'm leaving. He did Naomi, and I laughed really hard. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That was pretty good. Um, so we'll see. I, You know what? I honestly hope he does redo his image here. He needs a total rebuff. That'd be cool. But uh, we'll see. I'm sure he's just going to. they're just going to give him this dumb stuff to do for a little while. We had Sami Zayn taking on Aiden English, and uh, my only note is LOL. Why? What the balls was that? That was a stupid match. It's very strange. Aiden English gets the win and then tries to sing, and Sami Zayn chases him. How comedic. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Daniel Bryan backstage with the New Day in their new underwear that you can purchase on WWEshop.com. Um, I, side note, you know what's very important to me? You know what's on sale? What? Hype Bros action figures. Yes, I did see that in your, in your feed there. Now, are these on sale on WWEshop.com? Um, you can get them on Amazon now. Ooh. They just went on sale. Mojo posted a picture and I was like, Christ, I need one. <laughs> So are you going to buy, um, (laughs) I'm like, maybe I shouldn't ask you, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Are you going to buy these Dean Ambrose, uh, boxer briefs, man? Fuck you. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't even ask. No, I feel like my, unless it's really good, I'm not going to buy more Dean Ambrose stuff. The only things I'm going to buy would be Mojo Rally things and Cesaro things. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair. I think we forgot to actually, you know what? That might've not, did we, did it? Did the um? Oh wait, no, never mind. Well, all right then. Have you <laughs> seen the, Have you seen this Natalia shirt? The one with cats all over it. It's pretty good, but it's also a Natalia shirt. Yeah, it's also forced, like Natalia. Yep, and um, I, I do actually like this new uh, Gallows and Anderson shirt. I think that's pretty cool. Anyway, ring comp. Ring comp. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about boxer briefs. The New Day. Oh, The New Day. So The New Day, they are hanging out with Daniel Bryan. And then the new Nasty Usos come in to announce that next week in Sin City, it will be a Las Vegas street fight for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Ship? (laughs) A bunch of ships. I don't know. And then Daniel Bryan. A fleet of ships. A fleet of ships. Daniel Bryan gets a phone call and uh, he gets real serious. Gets very real, real dad Neil. Gets really da- dad old up in here. When you when I say it, it sounds like I have a cold. Dad Neil. Dad Bryan. Okay, so uh, Daniel Bryan is walking to the ring. No music, and he says, "I need Shane McMahon out here. I need to talk to my fellow dad." And his fellow dad comes out also to no music. And uh, Daniel Bryan basically says, man, you put us in a real bad position here. You put us into a pickle. Yes, you did. A I can pickle. see him saying that in real life. And Shane apologizes and he says, you know what? I'll go talk. I'll smooth things over with Kevin Owens. We'll show each other pictures of our kids and we'll just pal around and be friends. And Daniel Bryan says, well, unfortunately, it's too late for that, Dad Shane. Because I just got off the phone with Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and he said, you are suspended indefinitely. Now get out of my ring. He didn't say that last time. When they say suspended indefinitely, what does that mean? Okay, here's what it actually means, man. Because Vince McMahon's going to be on SmackDown next week. So what's going to happen is... um, it means that 
Dad Shane is suspended indefinitely until he fights Kevin Owens in a Hell in the Cell match at the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Oh, my God. So he's basically just suspended so he can be an active wrestler. That's what I'm thinking where we're going. What a time. What a time to uh, know everything. (laughs) So there you have it. Uh, Let me tell you, Marianne, I don't know if you know this, but... um, Taco Bell serves breakfast until 11 a.m. And uh, Ty Dillinger's favorite number is 10. So lucky him. He can get a big breakfast. Fucking nailed it again. That was such a... Did you write that down? No, I didn't. Holy shit. I didn't write it down. I hate you so much. I love myself every day. Dude, Taco Bell (laughs) breakfast is so banging. It's the best. It's so good. It's so fucking... Uh, I still, my favorite thing that you've ever tweeted is Taco Bell breakfast is the breakfast for you and me. Because it's a true statement. It's so, I, okay, my new job, there is a Taco Bell literally a block away. Oh my God. It's amazing. I drive past it to get to work. And so sometimes if I don't have time to eat, I'm like Taco Bell and I'll go to Taco Bell and then I'll be like, is it too early in the morning to get a freeze? Oh God. No. Never. (laughs) Um, let's see here. So, uh, Big Banter Corbin taking on Ty Dillinger. I actually like this match. I mean, obviously, because I'm a big Baron Corbin mark. And I actually, his new song sounds a little better, but whatever. No, no. All right, that's fine. Marianne. No, Ty Dillinger on my list. Oh. Uh, you just made the list. The magic the, of editing. The magic of editing all of the awkward silences out. Yes. But we didn't. you didn't press it enough for when I was talking about Bola, so... Eh, it's fine. And Let's they didn't they didn't have any Dean or Cesaro anything yeah. on Raw, which is the biggest fucking disappointment of all time. So, uh, Baron Corbin, Ty Dillinger, decent match. Big Breakfast gets the win via cheap shot. He's a cheap shot artist. I'm AJ Styles, and he is a cheap shot artist. You do a really good AJ Styles. Thank you. I'm impressed. I'm really like legitimately My favorite impressed. segment of all time is in from TNA when Frankie Kazarian did his impression of AJ Styles and people were chanting for AJ Styles and he's like, I'm right here. I'm right here, everybody. And it's just the funniest thing ever. I was talking to um, Mark Haskins at Bolo Weekend. Yeah. And he was mentioning something about Kevin Condren. And I was standing with Dan Barry and Mark Haskins and Dan Barry was like, have you ever heard his impression of Biff Busick. <laughs> like, apparently he does an amazing Biff Busick. Like, Dan Barry does a good Biff Busick, too. But, yeah. like, I guess um, there was he was doing an impression of somebody, and Mark Haskins was like, his impression of him is, like, fucking incredible. It's That's so great. good. I was like, dude, I was like, he does a spot-on impression of Quackenbush. Like, he's <laughs> so talented. Like, his Quackenbush is so good. Speaking of Quackenbush, shout-out to British Strong Style for being the new uh, King of Trios champs should be cck also we forgot to are we going to talk about 205 live after this yes okay so where are we here uh aj styles gives ty dillinger a title match next week great hopefully it will actually be a match that i would be very upset if uh if big banter gets all up in that match yeah get all up in that match i hate him anyway uh, Ellsworth gets a kiss and then gets slapped. We already talked about that. Then uh, Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Randy Orton to determine who will <laughs> face. I forgot that was a thing. The modern day Maharaja. Did you see his sick suit? 
Dude, gender always has six suits. Dude, champion of swag suits. I'm just going to at reply him on Twitter and be like, you always have great suits. That's all I have to say. Goodbye. And that's it. Swag suits. Looking dapper as a champion should. Um, this match was it was all right. That RKO reversal was amazing. Really enjoyed that into the arm bar. Uh, and Shinsuke. Doing, doing the Randy Orton thing. Yeah. Shinsuke gets the win, and uh, we get that rematch. The uh, Shinsuke has had... Um, quite the smackdown run here he's beaten randy orton clean he's beaten john cena clean and uh i feel like he's also beaten big banter he's he's gotten a pretty good run here so uh we'll see if maybe second time is the charm for him taking on jinder mahal at hell in the cell so 205 live uh there's a lot of buzz about this uh, mainly the legal eagle drew gulak who apparently has a shirt so good for him what yeah, did you? Well, he has great shirts on pro wrestling tees anyway. Well, I mean, the shirt he has, I don't, I didn't, I couldn't find, or I didn't really look for it. But he was, it was says Gulak, and it says Make Two Hundred Five Great Again, or something like that. I can't remember. Because spoiler alert, it is not very great right now. Well, fuck you, Enzo. <laughs> Enzo Amore, the new number, the new number one contender for the cruiserweight championship. Fucking believe it. Man, that's going to be... What a time to be alive, everyone. A hot mess. What a time to be a 205 life. Oh, my God. John, get out. Subtitle for this week. What a time to be a 205 live. That might be better than... uh, What was it about Corey? I don't know. Anyway. The Corey one's really good. You can never have enough Corey or something like that. No. I'm not going to go find it. This is going to be a quick edit. John's got shit to do. Anyway, we had Drew Gulak walking backstage, and who should be sitting backstage but Marchie Archie himself, Archibald Peck. Losing my fucking mind. It was great. It was a very good just like little interaction between the two of them. So Gulak comes out and he's mad that he's not in the main event. He's very upset. And he tells everyone he has made everyone a fucking PowerPoint presentation. And when when the first slide came up and it said one of 277, I lost my mind. Because I was like, let's just do it. Let's go. Let's go through them all. Unfortunately, Nobody likes you, Drew. <laughs> unfortunately, this great slideshow presentation was interrupted by Akira Tozawa, and we had Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak. Uh, the match was fine. I actually really liked it. This because um, it's Gulak. It's Gulak, and he kind of reminds me of like a new. He's such a nerd. It's kind of like a new. Uh, I don't want to compare him to Dean Malenko, but uh, here we are. Wow. Yeah. I feel like compliment. I feel like um maybe Malenko did a little more drop kicks and would do some stuff. He wouldn't do a lot of stuff off the top rope, but if it if he could use it to his advantage, he would. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and we also got the Chikara special in this match, which is mainly why we watched this, because I needed to see the Chikara special happening on a WWE. I was waiting, yeah. and I freaking died. It was insane. But Akira Tozawa I can't believe it. gets the win. And uh, yeah, we watched a little bit of 205 Live, and that was where about it. was 205 Live. Like, where was oh, where was SmackDown know. recorded? I can't remember. Or where was it at? I do not know. I feel like it would be really appropriate if it was in Philadelphia, but um, that's fucking amazing. I laughed so hard. I like squealed. I was like, oh my god, it's special. Now I just want to go back and watch a ton of Chikara, but nobody will do that with me. Anybody? Bueller? I mean, I would, but I don't have time. Yeah, you don't have time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
let's get to these Facebook questions, huh? Oh, yes. I think I really like Jaren's question. Yes. Uh, so, But we will start out with Calvin's question. And he says, are you more interested or watching Shimmer because of the Mae Young Classic? Um, I'm very far behind on the Mae Young Classic. Um, I have always been interested in watching Shimmer. They have a great product. I still say one of the best matches for our WrestleMania weekend was Mia Yim versus... Athena, who is now Ember Moon, and that was on the Shimmer card. The Shimmer card was a lot of fun. That was a great afternoon. So I um I watch Shimmer when I can, but uh, I don't. I I feel like I wouldn't say that the May Young Classic has made me want to watch um less and or more Shimmer. If that makes any sense. Uh, he also asks. Let's see here. GFW Impact TNA, whatever they're called this week has made a lot of news lately. Do you think they're on their way out? Uh, on one hand, they start a network, though they haven't, though they have declining numbers. Uh, on the other, there are articles saying they're ready to sell. Um, I have no idea. Honestly, here's here's the thing. I don't want them to go out of business. Let's just get that off the, the bat right now. Um, do I think they're on their way out? No. I'm sure they won't be. I think it would be someone will someone will come along and give them money. Maybe I want it to be Dan Barry. If Dan Barry wasn't a broke son of a bitch, uh, I, he's joking. He's joking that he did. I think uh, the young bucks should just buy it. Like, dude, they, you, Lord knows they could afford it. Yeah, like they said they were going to. Um, that would be great. So I don't know. I just hope everything uh, stays afloat for them. Just because we need different. Or just another place, an alternative to WWE. Imagine if the Young Bucks ran it. Good Lord. Jaren asks, with the rumors of the Chosen Bros being a part of World Tag League this year, is there any other tag team from the US or UK you'd want to see get a shot in this tournament? I did not hear this, and uh, oh boy, am I excited. Um, I'm taking a deep breath to start listing off all the ones I could think of. Uh, well, then go ahead. You Best friends. CCK. Um, shit. I only had those two in my mind at the moment. Just best friends and CCK. I love best friends together. Oh, Reno Scum, if they weren't already to TNA. Um, shit. I can't believe fucking Togi Makabe won the goddamn tournament two years in a row. That's so stupid. Please leave that in the recording. Yeah, I'm not going to take it out. That's fucking dumb. Because you fucking hate Togi Makabe. God, he fucking um, sucks so bad. <laughs> I'm looking at the teams from last year, and I feel like the only new team that they added were um, Hanson and Raymond Rowe, who are a great I think tag. Best friends would be fucking hysterical. Um, I mean, I'm looking at it, and I'm kind of I don't know. What would it be for New Japan? It'd be for New Japan, and oh boy, Chosen Bros would be amazing. Chosen Bros would be great. Um, CCK, if they were bigger, I feel like they're totally gonna take over more. Now that they have that huge thing going on with British Strong Style. Yeah. But um, I think Best Friends would be great, mostly because they've both worked in Japan before. Yes. And Trent's already in Japan. But then again, remember, he broke up with Rapunzel yeah. Vice, so that wouldn't really work. Yes. Well, that's a bummer, and I can't answer your question then. Shit. I would love to see Reno Scum in Japan, mostly because of what they look like. I feel like that the, the only team that will probably be added would be Chosen Bros because I'm just looking at the 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 tournament now and like nobody there's like nobody new of note here. Yeah, Chosen Bros is the only one that makes sense as like an active tag team. 
I mean, I would. I don't know what other tag team I would like to see. I mean, if Dijak wasn't going to WWE, I think uh, Monstars would have been cool. They were so good together. I think. I don't know. That's on like honestly, just chosen bros in general. That's kind oh, of like. Oh, I forgot the best. to mention that during Bola, during the Elite match, one of them legitimately, one of, uh, I think it was Phoenix. It was either Phoenix or Flamita hit one of the lights and knocked it out. Like the light went out. Oh God. He like totally took out the light. It was fucking hilarious. Jesus. And he was weirdly proud of himself. <laughs> So I'm I don't really know, Jaron. Um yeah, I honestly can't say. I cannot say. I can't think of a tag team that I would um that I would like to see in that tournament besides the one that they already are thinking of bringing over cuz man, that would be great. Wait a second. Jaron doesn't even listen to us. Yeah, I know, but whatever. Yeah, fuck you, Jaron. I answered his question anyway. Jer Bear. Um you got anything else? Um I was going to tell a story about why my name's Meredith. Yeah, why not? Go for it. Um, I he was looking for okay, so Trevor I Lee. went to go give blue Gatorade to Chuck Taylor because he was like, Bring me list. blue flavor. Right. Did you just play You Just Made the List? I did. I barely heard it. Well, I played it. Well, um, he is on the top of my list cemented for all time. Um, blue Gatorade, and I go in there and Trevor Lee is coming out of the shower wearing more clothes than I've ever seen Trevor Lee wear. And he had a big towel wrapped up on top of his head. And Dustin's like, you got any drugs? <laughs> and I was like, I told you I only have like Ritalin and Adderall. Like, what do you want from me? And like, they start talking about drugs and like they're picking through my pill box. And I was like, you guys, there's nothing of any use in there at all. And they're looking through all of them. And Trevor Lee looks at me and goes, shit, Meredith, when'd you get so cool? <laughs> Oh my god, worth it. It was so fucking funny. I looked at him and I didn't even correct him and Dustin's like cracking up. He's like, shit, Meredith, when'd you get so cool? <laughs> oh my god. And then he starts making fun of me. He's like, I just watched your match when you won the belt. And he's like, and this idiot over here is like halfway in the ring, like sobbing from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He's like making fun of me. And he was like, and she's there like halfway in the ring, like crying like a big fool. Oh, my God. Trevor Lee. so Confirmed funny. new favorite wrestler, Trevor Lee. And then he came to find me later because I told him that Annie had like weed and stuff. I was like, yeah, she has really nice joints and stuff. And he comes out and everybody's like, well, Trevor Lee, you just surveying the crowd because everybody's like standing in line waiting. And he's there looking around and I'm like, oh, my God, he's looking for me, isn't he? And he's like standing up like on his tiptoes, like looking around. Then he goes, Meredith, <laughs> Meredith, come here. And I went, I told you guys he thinks my name's Meredith. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's amazing. It was so fucking funny. And I was like, what? And he's like, where's your friend with the weed? And I was like, what? Oh my God. He's like, you're the best, Meredith. And you're I told the... Dustin, I was like, Dustin, he thinks my name's Meredith. Should I correct him? Because I don't think I'm going to. Oh my God. And Keith was like, just go with it. So everybody's just calling me That's... Meredith the whole weekend. That's great. <laughs> Commenting on posts, just going, classic Meredith. Oh my God. <laughs> um, APW had some, uh, they're doing another show at the Cow Palace. Uh, Colt Cabana's going to be there. I believe Rey Mysterio is going to be there, and uh, there were some other names, so that should be a pretty cool show. I don't know if I if Chuck Taylor isn't one of those names, then I don't care. Fair enough, but uh, should be a decent show. Looks from the looks of it, 
That's really all I got. I that was a joke. Else. I just, I just love. No, I know. I know. Oh, I got to see Joey Ryan's wife in person. Oh, really? Was she? She's at very the small. Was she at the show? Oh, uh, she came to see Dan afterwards. Oh, uh, okay. Dan Barry, the right. best. Right. All hail. But yeah, that's all I have to say. All right. That I can think of. Wrapping it up then. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Yes. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. Also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north or finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our shirts. That would be great. I think there's also a mug and um, something else that's not a mug or a shirt. I don't know. Wow, John, for knowing your own product. Whatever. I'm busy. (laughs) Support TTR and all of the other podcasts. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Just Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to everybody that gives us money every month you guys are great yeah don't stop believing i don't know uh join us again join us again next week when we talk about you know the stuff that happens in the programs i don't know maybe i'll uh i'll have finished the mayhem classic by then highly doubt it but um we'll see i'm just bummed like i would be more stoked for it if nixon newell was still in it because she's my favorite she's hurt though don't worry i know She'll she'll be back it'll be okay So, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do, so if you will... Ring the bell, motherfucker! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.